Heavenly Father, we love, we adore you, we are grateful to you. We're thankful for another day of new mercies and unmerited favor. We're grateful, God, that we have strength and health, that we're able to move about because it is in you that we live, move, and have our being. And so we thank you, God. We dare not take for granted a day that you wake us up and allow us yet again to make good on what you've given us to to be responsible for. And so we thank you, God, for the privilege to come to you in prayer. We thank you that you died for us. We thank you, God, that you came and saved us when we were enemies to you. And we just thank you, God, for having us on the forefront of your mind, always concerned about us, always making intercession for us. And so, God, we just lift up thanksgiving as we come into your presence for prayer. We know, God, that you're actively listening. We believe by faith that you hear our prayers and that you're moving on our behalf. And we know, God, that just because you may be silent in our life or just because we have not seen you move, we know that you are moving. We know that you are a God who is always intentional, that even when you're not speaking, you're speaking. And even when it seems like you're not moving, that's being done intentionally. And so we thank you, God, that uh, as I heard a pastor say, that even though you're not talking to us about the problem, does does not mean that you are not working on the problem. And so we thank you in advance, God, for the blessings that will come our way because we are believing by faith that you were working it out for our good. This prayer today, God, we're lifting up for those who have been tarrying, those who have been waiting, those who have been searching, those who seem like who feel like God, they want to give up. This prayer is for those people, young or old, new to the faith, been in the faith for a while. I have been uh, 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 encouraged in my heart to lift up prayers of hope in the name of Jesus. For we know, God, that the vision is for an appointed time. You don't reveal to us when the appointed time is coming. You just say that that there is an appointed time. And God, we know that we can trust your word because you always come through. And miraculously, when you come through God. It's always on time. It's always good. And oftentimes it exceeds our needs and our expectations. And so God, I just want to pray for those who feel hopeless, who feel like it'll never happen who feel like you're never going to move in on in their favor, God. I pray right now that you will give us the hope that we need, that you would help us to run this race with endurance and with wisdom and with discernment. God, keep our eyes focused on you. We're focused on a lot of other things, God, that are set up to discourage us, that are set up to get us to compare where we are with where someone else is. But God, I know that you formed us in our mother's womb uh, before we were in our mother's womb and you knew us and there was intention and there was purpose and there were gifts. And so, God, I pray that we stay the course. I pray that we remain prayerful and that we remain hopeful. And as we wait on you to bring the vision to pass, God, that we remain productive, that we remain wise, that we uh, do good works, that we are actively being the light, that we are actively being the salt in the mighty name of Jesus. For we know, God, that the vision is for an appointed time. And though it delay, though it hesitate, we're going to wait on it. 
We're going to wait on it because, God, we know that you are not a man that you should lie, nor the son of man that you would need to repent. And so if you said it's coming, it's coming. If you said it's going to happen, it will happen, but it's on your time. And so, God, I pray that we not lose heart. I pray, God, that we not be discouraged, that we not focus so much on what it is that we're asking you for, that we totally lose sight of how big you are, how mighty you are, and how grand you are, God, that after we've prayed, after we fast, we begin to believe the word of God yet again. We believe to stand on the word of God yet again. We believe to pray the word of God yet again, that after we've prayed, after we've fast, after we've listened to the word of God, that our faith would be expanded, that our love for you would be expanded, that our willingness, God, to stay the course and wait for the vision to come to pass would be increased in the name of Jesus. We pray, God, that you open doors of favor that no man can close. We pray, God, that you close doors of frustration and worry and wickedness that no man can open. We ask you now, God, that you would let our gifts make room for us and put us before great men. But also, God, we pray that you give us the character that we need to be before great men, because with great opportunities come great temptations. And so we pray now, God, that while we wait on you, shape and mold our character. Let us be men and women of integrity. Let us be men and women of honesty. Let us be men and women of compassion and mercy and self-control in the name of Jesus, because we know, God, you give us what we can handle. We're asking for great things and we're asking for big things, but there's a weight to it because you give us what we can handle, that we have to go through this test in order to get that level of greatness, that we have to endure this amount of pain before we can get to that next level. And so, God, I pray that while we wait, while we have expectation on you, because you are a great and awesome God. And at any moment, the blessing can fall down. God, I pray that we would allow you to shape and mold our character, that you would allow us, God, to learn how to forgive those who have hurt us because there'll be more people who hurt us. There'll be more people who disappoint us. There'll be more people who are jealous, who talk negative, who criticize, who do all of these things. And so if we can't handle it with one person on our job, we're certainly not gonna be able to handle it owning a company and becoming public and maybe even being uh, uh, um, in the in the in the financial district of, of Wall Street and people criticizing our company or our business or our hotels or our services or our church. And so, God, I pray that you would shape and mold our character. Give us courage, God, to come to you in prayer and ask you, who are we? Is what I'm doing effective? What do I need to stop doing? What should I be doing, God? What is my gift? What is it that you would have me to do? Where do you want me to be, God? Let us come to you as we wait and as we hope in your 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 great uh, um, uh, unfolding of our lives, God, that we are allowing you to shape our character because it's in the trenches. It's in the valleys where we learn our best lessons. It's in the weight where we learn how to pray, where we learn how to be hopeful, where we train our minds, where we train our spirit to keep our eyes on you. It's in the training process, God, that our endurance is increased, that our willingness to forgive is increased, that our understanding and our maturity in this Christian life is increased. And so, God, I pray that as we wait for the vision, whatever the vision is, whether it be a vision for a church, the vision for our family, the vision for being married or single or 
or starting a business, writing a book, doing something grand like starting a record label or a television company or becoming an awesome athlete. Whatever the vision is, God, and we're waiting and we're working and we're training and we're praying, God, build our character because we'll need character to sustain us. We'll need to know the word of God and have it hidden in our heart that when that we may not sin against the Lord. But when we do, we'll be mature enough. We'll be quick enough to go to God and ask for forgiveness. And if need be, and sometimes it is needed for us to go to a person and apologize. I pray, God, that you give us the character to allow you to have your vengeance because we have been hurt. We have been disappointed. And many of us say we're over it, but we're not. We're avoiding that person or we're avoiding the family. We don't come around. We don't talk. We don't check in. We don't call because we're holding on to a spirit of offense and we're allowing the enemy to manipulate our minds and our emotions because once we're offended, he comes in like a flood and he gives us all types of thoughts to confuse us and to discourage us and to make us think that it was bigger than what it was, that they're going to do it again and all of the other things that he lies to us. But we know that he is a liar. He is a deceiver. There is no truth in him. And God, you are never a God, uh, uh, never in the scriptures. Do you encourage us to hold on to unforgiveness, to repay. You said vengeance is yours. You will repay. And so, God, we pray that as you repay our enemies, we pray unto repentance because we know that you desire uh, all men to be saved and come into the knowledge of Jesus Christ. And so for those who have heard us, God, as you roll out your judgment on their life, however that is, whatever that is, we pray unto repentance. We pray, God, that as you work in their life, our enemies, those who have lied on us, those who have betrayed us, those who have bear false witness, those who have gossiped about us, those who are overly critical and negative and gossip about us and never have anything factual or truthful to say, God, I pray that we forgive them and that as you work in their life, God, that they would begin to repent, that they would turn from their wicked ways, that they would stop the wicked works and that they would worship you, God, and that they would be given a heart of flesh and that you would remove that heart of stone as you declare in Ezekiel 36 and 26, and that you put a new spirit in our enemies, a spirit that is holy, a spirit that is good and right and self-controlled in all that you are, God. But give us courage to let things go. That while we're waiting on you to come to pass, God, the vision to come to pass, the promises to come to pass, God, while we're expecting miracles, while we're expecting for change, God, open our eyes, make our ears sensitive to what you're saying to us, make our hearts receptive of what you're doing in us. Let us not always be walking around laying blame and pointing fingers, but God, give us courage to come to you and to seek you and to say, God, what can I do different? How can I be a better reflection of you? How can I worship you better? How can I pray better? How can I learn more of who you are, God? Because we need change and we know that we can only be who our heart says we can be. We don't change because we lose weight. We don't change because we get married. We don't change because we have two million followers. We change because there's a change in our heart. And we know that Jesus Christ is the great physician, 
that there is no microscope created that can see the soul, that can see the intentions of the heart. And so, God, we need the great physician, which is Jesus Christ. We need our wonderful counselor. We need our redeemer to enter into our hearts and to move away and break away the hardness of the heart, the resentment of the heart the bitterness of the heart, the frustration of the heart, whatever it is, God, we ask you now touch our hearts and give us the courage we need, God, to wait and to run this race with endurance so that when the vision comes, when it is fulfilled, we have godly character to sustain us as you bless our life. It's in Jesus name we pray. Amen.